Welcome to Positively West Virginia, where each week we share positive stories about West Virginia businesses. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WVNews.com, Interaction Media, and United Bank. Now, let's get down to business with your host, Jim Matuga. Welcome, everyone, to Positively West Virginia. I'm excited to introduce today's featured guest, Brittany Hervey Ferris from Family Roots Farm in Brook County, West Virginia. Brittany, are you ready to get down to business? Yeah, I'm excited. All right. I'm ready. (laughs) In 2012, Brittany, along with her husband, Charlie, started Family Roots Farm. Beginning as a way to make extra money rather than getting part-time jobs, Brittany and Charlie had an idea to plant one acre of sweet corn to sell at their local roadside stand. Today, they have expanded their family farm into a thriving maple syrup business with more than 1,000 taps. They've branched into agritourism. They grow six acres of produce and operate two high tunnels as well. Wow. Brittany, take a minute, fill in some of those gaps from that intro, and give us a glimpse into your personal life. Sure. Well, um, you know, as you said, my husband and I um, kind of started this as a way to make extra money in the evenings once we got home from work. Um, so we just started um, with an acre of sweet corn. My family had made maple syrup for years. So as we were at selling at a farmer's market, you know, people were asking, well, do you have beans? And then, you know, they're like, we heard your family makes maple syrup. You know, do you have any for sale? So um, it just slowly has grown over the last five years and, and kind of turned into a, a you know, pretty, pretty nice business for us. So we, uh, agriculture is a passion of, of ours and we enjoy sharing it with others too. So that was a, a new venture for us would be our agritourism route where we, you know, invite folks uh, to come to the farm to learn how we're growing um, or producing, whether it's our produce or maple syrup um, and just in, and provide an education route for, uh, you know, others to, to enjoy. Um, if you're not able to, you know, if you're not able to have your own little garden, you can come out to our fields and, and pick pick your own. Uh, we do that that sort of thing as well. Awesome, that is well done, Brittany. Well done. Let, let me ask you, I'm I'm really curious about the the maple syrup business. Can you talk a little bit about how you got into that? I understand that uh, that West Virginia has more maple trees than the entire state of Vermont, and that kind of blows me away. You don't think of West Virginia as being a maple syrup mecca, but you guys are definitely on your way to doing that. Yeah, we always kind of say, um, you know, it's an untapped industry in the state, and um, there's a really big opportunity for maple and expanding um, that as well. Uh, my um, dad uh, started the maple syrup business back in about 2000, and um, it was just as an educational project for me um, to learn how maple syrup was made. So we started on a turkey fryer. Um, we can you know, just boiled it off on a turkey fryer. And, uh, from there at that time, we only had 20 taps. So over the years, um, we have expand, you know, expanded, added taps. And, um, we finally built a little sugar shack, which we outgrew in, and recently in 2016, we built our, our new sugar shack here on the home farm. And, and it wasn't until, oh, it, it wasn't really, you know, um, up at you know several years ago we looked at it as just as maple syrup but as we started getting out and educating ourselves a little bit more we learned a lot about value-added products um so that's kind of the route we've been taking is is 
making these special specialty products such as maple sugar um, or maple cream. That's awesome. And others. With these value-added products, um, it, you know, maple syrup's more than just for pancakes is kind of our, our joke. And we like to encourage folks um, to, to explore their cooking options with it. It gives it a good uh, nutrition value as well. So, so let, me, let me ask you this with regard to um, your, your family business right now. What would you say is the thing you're most excited about right now? Well, the thing we're probably most excited about right now is we just welcomed our first son into the family um, in the beginning of December, and um, he'll be the eighth generation um, on the farm, and we're just really excited to, to our whole... um, morals and values behind not only our business, but our, our life is family. So we're just really excited to, to bring him in into the world. Awesome. Family Roots Farm. I mean, yes. it's in your name. Yes. <laughs> that, that's great. So, you know, you guys are, you're up there in Wellsburg in Brook County. Is that correct? Correct. Correct. Yes. And so, you know, you're, you're an entrepreneur. You're, you started into this business you know, what would you say is your worst entrepreneurial moment so far? Take us to that, that place and that worst moment. You know, you guys are in the farming business. Tell us that, that, that absolute worst spot that you've hit. Yeah, well, you know, agriculture is definitely every day is, is a new surprise. So you always have hurdles that you have to overcome. Um, so one thing is, you know, when you come across that hurdle, we don't, you know, you don't want to focus on it. Just pick yourself up, brush yourself off, and, and move on from it. And learn and learn from your mistakes. Um, but I would say from the get go, our 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 worst moment was treating our our small business as a hobby. Um, we never looked at it as a business back in 2012. Um, it probably wasn't until 2015 where we really said, you know what, we have a, a small business here. Um, mm-hmm. So that was our, our biggest regret. We had to kind of backpedal and, and do some things over again. Um, and if we would have just started with a business plan and, and had things in place, it would have helped. I think it would have helped us in the long run. Awesome. That's great insight. In one sentence, can you tell us that one takeaway from that experience? I would just, you know, educate uh, yourself on starting a business and getting a foundation of a business plan before you venture too far into your venture. Absolutely. That's great. Great advice from an entrepreneur who's actually doing it, right? Brittany, yeah. you, know, you guys are obviously are, are doing business in West Virginia. That's what this show's all about. What could you say is the best thing about doing business in West Virginia? Well, first off, West Virginia, the overall community um, and the pride of West Virginia and, and just being a West Virginian, um, you know, we all support one another. And, and if it wasn't for that support, we wouldn't be where we are today. So that's always, um, you know, really important to us. Uh some other things in our, our state is we have great resources. Um, ours are focused more towards agriculture, but there's also, you know, some not in the agriculture department that we've used, but, you know, West Virginia Department of Agriculture, WVU Extension, our local conservation district, and the small business development. Those resources, um, you know, are unbelievable uh, to a, a business person in West Virginia. Yeah, that, that's that's fascinating insight because I think a lot of times we don't realize the help that's just right there, right right outside of our door sometimes, right? Yeah, and sometimes you know it's kind of a little hard to find that help, um, you know, and that's what having a mentor too is always 
is always helpful because they can kind of guide you in the right direction of, of where you might seek that. Yeah, it's interesting, interesting that you talk about a mentor. I think that's something that uh, is sometimes lost in, in the business world these days. Um, do, do you have a mentor that you're working with or a couple of mentors? Or Tell, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, we... Yeah, we have, you know, when we first started, um, we went to our, our local feed shop and uh, his name's uh, Dale Sampson. He has the feed shop out in West Liberty. And he uh, taught us, you know, step by step on what we needed to do. We had no ed- no background as far as how to grow corn or anything in agriculture. Um, so we started there with him and he pointed us in the direction of the WVU extension and then we attended some trainings through them and they pointed us on to, it was kind of like a, you know, everything kind of fell into place from there. They pointed us to the Department of Agriculture, you know, and so on. So it was just kind of getting that first, you know, making those first few connections and then everyone was so willing and excited to help. Absolutely. That's, that's a fantastic story. And that's probably a a key takeaway from, from this interview so far is that, you know, having a a strong mentor can really be an asset, not only as a, as a company owner, an entrepreneur, a farmer, but, but just as it just in life, right? Yeah. Yes. That's awesome. So Brittany, I, I talked a little bit about your worst entrepreneurial moment and you talked about not really, thinking of your business as a business when you first started and have it to backtrack and kind of redo some things. What would you say is, has been your best entrepreneurial moment so far as a, as a small business owner, as a small farmer? Um, I would say uh, this past year um, down at the West Virginia State Fair, uh, I was awarded West Virginia Women in Agriculture Award. Awesome. And I was just so humbled. Awesome. Yeah, I was just so humbled and taken back by receiving this award. Um, and it, it was it was just amazing. I, my my heart and passion is agriculture, even though it's our business as well. Um, so to receive this award was was wonderful. Um, another award, you know, another exciting moment was back in 2015. Our family was uh, awarded first place for our, our maple sugar. That's one of the value added products we make with our syrup and the. It was at an international conference, so um, that really um, opened up a lot of doors for us. Uh, um, made us a lot of connections. That's where you know people wanted to start coming to see how we make it, um, uh, and then everyone wanted to, to taste the sugar. So that's awesome. And like I said, I've I've got a, a quart sized bottle sitting in my in my refrigerator right now. I love it. It's, it's, it's <laughs> well, awesome. That's we're awesome. glad you enjoy well, it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Actually, we have the uh, the, the uh, granular sugar too, the maple sugar. So let, let's talk a little bit about um, you know your your company right now. You know, obviously your market. You know, where are you selling your products primarily, and how are you selling them? So primarily, right now, um, our market is through direct sales. Um, meaning, you know, we might see you at a at our farm at a farmers market or a fair festival. Um, and that's our, our primary primary sales. We also have an online store too. That's it. Um, and in addition Roots, to that, uh, that's at familyrootsfarmwv.com. Correct. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I had to throw a plug in there for Thanks. you. <laughs> yeah. And then in addition to that, we're in some retail markets throughout West Virginia. But that's our our goal is 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 to work to expand that um, so our products are more readily available. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal. 
wvnews.com, Interaction Media, and our proud sponsor, United Bank. Now, you were telling me uh, right before we started the interview about uh, exporting the maple sugar to China. Can you explain to, uh, to our audience a little bit about that? Uh, that market and how how you guys got into exporting to China. I mean, we're talking about maple sugar and maple syrup all the way to China. That's awesome. Sure. Yeah, we're really excited about this, you know, the international market opportunity and um, just seeing like our label in, you know, in Chinese is is exciting for us. But um, uh, we, uh, you know, you don't think think of um, of other countries not having, you know, pure maple syrup or maple products, but maple syrup is only produced here in North America. So they don't have the the real stuff. So um, Mm -hmm. rather than shipping the liquid uh, maple syrup, we are exporting our maple sugar. Um, So they could either use that as a sugar or we provide a conversion so that they just add water um, to it and they can enjoy pure maple syrup. you know, in China, Europe, we're, we're expanding the international. Wow. That is, that in itself is a story. I mean, I think that is so cool. Now, how, how does that come about? How do you take your maple sugar and maple syrup products and how do you get that exported? I mean, what, what was the process to go through to, to make something like that happen? So right now it's all, you know, a small scale and it all comes down to, to networking and, um, you know, getting out there, you know, you know, sharing your story and, and meeting folks, um, you know, throughout the, throughout the state, really, uh, it was through, um, one, a, a maple, uh, one of our maple mentors that, um, connected us to the China market. And, um, we've been working with him the past, um, probably year and a half on, on that project. That is so cool. So cool. You gotta be really proud of that. Yes, yeah, we're excited for sure. So, Brittany, you know, if you could tell uh, folks about the vision of your company, what would you say right now is is like, you know, where are you where are you heading with all this? Um, our vision is to expand into those retail markets, meaning we're you know whether it's internationally here in West Virginia or the United States, um, we'd like to get our products more into the grocery stores. Um, uh, you know, it might just be a local grocery store and then, and then work our way up from there, kind of go more that way than, than selling direct. Yeah. That's awesome. The retail market, right? Mm-hmm. Now you mentioned your, your uh, online store on your website, familyrootsfarmwv.com. Uh, are you available on any other type like Amazon or anything like that? Uh, we're just available right through our website um, as yeah. now. And then we also uh, do social media at the face, you know, on Facebook, um, so people can contact us um, through there if that you know if that makes it easier for them. That's a good way to reach us as well. Absolutely, Brittany. What would what would be one piece of advice that you would give people who are thinking about starting a business or maybe uh, you know starting a farming business or something in agriculture? What would be one piece of advice that you would give them? Um, you know, we kind of kind of talked about it a little bit, but I mean, I really would encourage finding that mentor, um, to help you. And you can have more than one, uh, you know, if if there's different sections of your business, you know, find that mentor, um, and let them kind of guide you to the resources that might be, you know, right under your nose. And we don't even know that they're there. That was the biggest, you know, advantage for us as we were getting started. Absolutely. I, I, I think as a small business owner myself, I think of, 
you know, business is hard, right? Getting into into your company and everything. But if you can surround yourself with quality people, such as a, a really great mentor, man, it just makes it so much more easy and actually a lot more fun, doesn't it? Oh yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You have awesome. you have someone to share those uh, those stories with that you look back at the time might not have been too fun, but look back a few years later, you're laughing about it. So. Yeah, and that's that's really what makes life interesting and fun, I think. Brittany, what's one thing that you do every day that you think contributes to your success? Um, every day, um, well, one is I you just want to I try to keep myself focused. Um, there's always exciting things out there, but I try to, you know, keep myself focused on our, our goals. It might be a short-term goal is what we're coming up um, for this season or where we see ourselves um, headed. But um, I would say focusing on our goals and then always trying to learn something new. Um, you, you know, you can always learn something. So each day if you learn, you know, if you read something or maybe as simple as watching the YouTube video or something like that, but try to try to learn something um, that you can apply to your business. That's great advice too. I think about when I, cause I'm a, I'm a big believer in focus. I have an acronym. You may have heard it. Follow one course until success focus. Oh, I, I like that. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So, so you, yeah. you mentioned, um, you know, some tools that you use in, in your business, such as YouTube, but do you have any resource in your, your business that you uh, just cannot live without? The the one thing we probably cannot live without is a, it's a program called Shopify. It, it's a it's a low cost program. It's kind of a uh, a point of sale system where you know we can track our inventory of things of how much we sell. So um, you know before we were hand counting and that was a lot of time. Um, so now through this Shopify, it, it tracks all of our inventory and in, you know incoming and outgoing, um, and also provides us a way to link our on us our online store uh, onto our website. Uh, I wanted to ask you, I, I, I kind of talked a little bit about um, your um, your target audience um, and you kind of, you know, talk, talked a little bit about the, you know, selling directly from your produce stand and your farm and, and stuff like that. What are some, some markets, um, Brittany, that, that you think you'd like to tap into uh, here in the next, you know, say in the next year, two years? Uh, we, you know, we focus a lot, um, like for our UPIC operation, we focus a lot in like the tri-state area being in the northern panhandle. We pull um, a good bit from the Pittsburgh area. Um, we also work with other local businesses um, to, to provide an experience, you know, a, a full experience. So if you if you come visit the northern panhandle and maybe stay at our local bed and breakfast, which is the barn within, um, you might you know, tie it together and come to our farm, which is only a few miles down the road and, and pick strawberries. Um, so we, we work together uh, to create that overnight stay um, in the Northern Panhandle, focusing on areas like of Columbus, Pittsburgh. Awesome. Brittany, uh, we didn't, uh, we were covering your introduction and stuff like that. I, I'd like to, um, I'd like to back up for a, st- a second here too. And, and have you talked a little bit about your personal background? Did you go to school for agriculture? Or t- tell us a little bit about your background there and how you actually got in. I mean, obviously, it's a family farm. But tell us a little bit about your background and how you got into agriculture. Yeah, so uh, growing up, um, I wasn't – we had a family farm. My grandpap ran beef uh, cattle at that time. Um, the farm has changed a lot over the years. It started with grains and went to dairies and beef, and, and now we're, we're exploring the – 
the produce and maple. Um, but I didn't have the, the agriculture background as far as education. I went to, um, I have a bachelor's of science from Waynesburg College and in Pennsylvania. And, um, and my husband has a degree in actuary science and, um, and, as a, and as an electrician. So we, we didn't have that agriculture background. So we really um, had to educate ourselves. And that was um, done primarily through WVU Extension, um, their, their trainings uh, they provide throughout the state. One specifically was called Annie's Project. And that was des- designed just for women in agriculture. It's everything from, it's, it's more business uh, targeted, and uh, even if you weren't in agriculture, it's a wonderful program. You know, program to take. It, it, it helps you identify your risks, set up enterprise budgets. Um, it kind of gets you on track of that accountability as far as your business operations. Awesome! Thank you for filling in that gap, Brittany. What's one book that you would recommend for aspiring business owners or entrepreneurs? Um, you know, primarily a lot of things I've been talking about is you know more agriculture related and. This book it is called The Lean Farm. It's by Ben Hartman, um, but you can apply this to any business, and it, and it focuses on you know minimizing your waste, um, increasing your efficiency and profits with less work. So um, you know, as a small business, you might not be able to afford a whole lot of labor. We're all family, um, you know, family and, and volunteers uh, work here on the farm. Um, so you know, it could be as simple as you know, working smarter is not harder. As my dad always said, you know, just applying that to your business practice. Um, and this book gives you tips uh, of ways to do that. That's awesome. Can you, can you say the uh, the name and the, and the author again? Sure. Uh, the Lean Farm, and it's by Ben Hartman. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, Brittany, if you could meet anyone in West Virginia, who would it be and why? Uh, I, I thought I thought about this to see, you know, who I would like to meet, and I, I just came up with that I just love meeting fellow West Virginians, Perfect. and um, we go to, you know, festivals and fairs all throughout the state, and we love just hearing other stories, and we we learn from their stories, and um, it just, it, every, you know, everyone's one big family, and we really enjoy that. Absolutely. That's, that's a great answer. I, it's funny because, you know, one of the reasons that, that we're doing this show positively West Virginia is I, I had this feeling that um, it kind of gets in your gut, you know, that West Virginia is always at the bottom of the good list and at the top of the bad list, you know, and uh, there's so many amazing stories going on out there, just like family roots farm and what you guys are doing, you and your husband, Charlie, it's just so cool to hear these things, and I just want to get those out there. And so, I uh, I really appreciate you being on the show. Uh, it, it, do you have any closing comments or remarks that you'd like to make? Oh yeah, we just you know appreciate you taking the time to, to cover our you know our story and 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 sharing it with others. And if there's anyone out there that we could ever um, you know if you think we might be a good mentor or help you in any ways, just feel free to get us in contact with us. Absolutely. And Brittany, what's the best way for folks to do that? Um, you can contact us um, through through our website. Our email is on there, familyrootfarm um, at outlook.com is our email address. Or you could always call um, our number 304-266-0402. Awesome. Brittany, thank you again for being a guest on Positively West Virginia. You guys are rocking it and you're doing such great things to make a huge difference in the northern panhandle of West Virginia. Thanks again for being on the show. Oh, sure. Thank you. 
Thanks for listening to another episode of Positively West Virginia, where each week we share positive stories from West Virginia businesses. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by The State Journal, wvnews.com, Interaction Media, and United Bank.